I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. Ready to get 30, 30, ready to get 30, ready to get 20, 20, 20, ready to get 20, 20, ready to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month. So give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. The U.S. Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Earn great pay with outstanding federal benefits and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. Learn more online at cbp.gov slash career slash USBP. You're listening to Pop, the History Makers, with me, Steve Blame. In part two of this podcast with Right Said Fred, I continue my interview with Richard and Fred Fairbrass and talk about their life after I'm Too Sexy and how Drake's Way Too Sexy has given them a new lease of life. We've just had this number one in America just recently with uh, Drake. All All the interview requests and all the interest came from the States. We haven't had one interview request from from any of the media okay. in the UK. Well, it touches. No. But no. we've had Rolling Stone, Billboard, uh, TMZ, I mean, loads of stuff in America. But, I mean, um, I want to come to that later because there is this, yeah. like, turn in, in your career and part. It's, you know, to do with Taylor Swift, it's to do with Jay-Z, it's to do with... Yeah with uh, being played in certain movies and so on and so forth, yeah. that suddenly there's been a, a sort of turn where it's it's almost like uh, the credibility that you never felt is yeah. somehow coming back, you know, today. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It's sort of being yes. paid back today. Yeah. But you talked about that, you know, when I'm Too Sexy came out and that video came out and I mean it was absolutely massive and you said before you you know the, the big labels were trying to trying to get you exactly. you'd only signed a sort of email letter of intent or whatever it would yeah, be called exactly right. um, do, do you think that that there were so many people that didn't believe in you this is what I've read and yes. one of them was and this is this was presumably a friend. Do you remember Jake from Browns? And apparently oh. he bet you that if you got to number one, he'd give you a free party because my mate at that time used to work on Top of the Pops or she went in to do oh, makeup right. for one of the yeah. people on Top of yeah. the Pops and you yeah. invited her to the party. And she yeah. told me about it today and said, yeah, Jake had said, because we used to go there, <laughs> Jake had said, you know, like, you're never going to get to number one with that. You're <laughs> never getting anywhere with that. And so you had to eat his words. Yeah. But this, well, there are a lot of people that ate 
humble pie because um, of the success of that track. I think if they did, they did. They didn't do any eating in front of us. No, <laughs> they, no, they, they kept it very private. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, exactly. I mean, yeah. it, we, even the record label that we ended up working with, which was um, Tug Records, they didn't like us either. And uh, and they they <laughs> everybody hated yeah, us. They and, and part part of the reason is is because Richard and I are just difficult to a degree to work with uh, because we say what we think all the time, and uh, if and. We, you know, for example, when you're shooting a video, I'm sure other bands have noticed this. Uh, record companies don't bother turning up first thing in the morning because all they want to turn up is for lunch, when the lunch turns up at one o'clock, or or the or the evening meal. Um, and we never really expect. I'm sure some bands have. They've experienced great A&R guys and really good label managers, and they are out there. They are out there. We just personally never have. Yeah. Um, the record label we worked with was just poisonous and yeah, they, an independent. You think they'd, they'd act a bit more uh, altruistically, but that was beyond them. Um, and they were equally um, um, manipulated. Then what happened was, sorry, go back. The reason I think part of the reason was is that we eventually signed a record deal on the back of I'm Too Sexy, Don't Talk, Just Kiss and the pre-sales of the first album. So we were in a very powerful position and we as I understand it, our lawyer beat them up royally and they, they kept that with them. They, they wanted to screw us over one way or another, which, which they did. Um, and, and I think there's, there's, the, there's a, I think in the record labels, what annoys a lot of record company people is they don't get validation. And I'm sure some deserve it because some have got good ears. Some do put good projects together and yeah. there have been some very good guys in, in the music business, of course. But I think, you know, if you take a band, who probably isn't that talented, like a, um, you know, a boy band or girl band. And it's probably the people behind them who have the talent. It's, it's maybe a, a Simon Fuller or, or whoever. Right. And they're the, they're the people with the vision, but they don't get the recognition. I think there's a, there's a, there's a, um, a bit of spite and malice and, and jealousy that goes on. The, the wrong people are getting the credit. I think that happens in the music business a lot. There's also, there's also the pretense that everybody knows what they're, everybody knows what they're doing. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the truth that's is, hilarious. It's, it's, it's a horse race. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, and it's a bit of a cliche, isn't it? It's a bit like if you if you can't do, you work in the record company. You know what yeah. I mean? I think there's yeah. a, there's well, a yeah. cliche to there it. is, and maybe there's, there's some truth in a cliche. Well, they try. Yes. Well, basically, they try to they try to sort of mathematize it, if you like, you know, with odds and 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 midweeks, mm. and they try and turn it into numbers. Um, and it's I, I just and everybody's pretending the you know, bands pretend that they know what's going on. The management pretends that they know what's going on. The record label pretends that they know what's going. On. And the whole thing is is a bit of an illusion, really. Mm. Um, and very often when things do take off, and when we had some, some big success in Germany, everything is trying to catch up. It's not a question, you know what I mean? It's not a question that this is all planned. It's oh my god, it's got number two. Oh my god, and suddenly there's this, this is oh my god, you know. <laughs> It, it, there's, there's always this sense of panic uh, yeah. um, and 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 uh, and innocence in, mm. in a funny kind of way, you know. Um, but we we're happier now than we've than we've ever been, to be honest. Yeah, uh, overall we are. But I mean, we financially it's a bit of a headache, but uh, yeah, financially. Oh come on, Drake, good. that must help. No, no well, that yeah. won't happen till next year. Yeah, and, and also the the, <laughs> uh, the, 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 the yeah the royalties 
aren't what they were. They just they 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 just aren't. I mean, even with I mean, as, as fabulous as the Taylor Swift thing was, it's it nothing compared to the the numbers we saw in the nineties. Just yeah. just just nothing. So um, it, it, but it's, but I'm not I'm not, not no complaints at all. We've been incredibly fortunate, and God God bless Taylor Swift and Drake. You yeah, know? exactly. But did it, you it is... did you actually do invest your money at the time? Did you actually do or or were you like me? <laughs> <laughs> no, we've we've, we've we, been relatively careful. Yeah, we invested, but we've also been. The trouble is, when we invest in ourselves, which we do all the time, all the time, we aren't. Uh, quite often, our heart gets in the way of our head, so we will invest too much money in ourselves, in like an album project or something or something. We bought a model agency while we thought uh, at one point. <laughs> Can you imagine? Yeah, we bought this model agency when we were convinced we knew what we were doing and yeah. we, we lost a ton of money on that. Yeah. And, and we've done other projects that we do. I'm not believe. sure that was that was a heart decision. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah I think there's an ulterior motive going on there. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and we did some other stuff. We just um, invested in albums on, on our own label that... Um, that what we've yeah we got carried away with the just got sidetracked by the music and we forgot that we actually should have a budget on this yeah. so in, and on that note my heart does go out to loads of to record companies because they have a, a hell of a job to make ends meet yeah uh, it seems like they don't but i know having run our own label it's bloody hard yeah, yeah, yeah. so you know it's easy to criticize these people which i do but mm. also they do have a it's a tough gig it is it is how did you deal with fame at the beginning because it was an explosion it wasn't just you know a slow yes. progress to being famous you were not like very well, i don't think not very well no. you tell me what um, it was like give me some it idea was, it was what it was I, I have one memory in my head and i was in i was in, in i was living in putney i was in robert dias buying i don't know a bag of nails or something i don't know what i was buying and um Suddenly, there was like dozens and dozens of people looking through the glass, at, you know, outside mm. from the pavement, and I just thought the building was on fire. What are they looking at? I don't understand. What are they looking at? And then I realised it was me, and I, and I ran out the back. <laughs> and that's when it first began to dawn on me. I think, but we never, um, we only, I think, became truly aware of it when it was over. When we were looking at it, we were in the eye of the storm. When you're in the eye of the storm, you don't really see it. Mm. It's, it it's only when we were. You know, a few years later, and I thought, you know, when we met the Queen and and all that kind of stuff, I look, I look back and I think, my God, this is it's, it really actually was. When I think of the money that I spent on my first house, mm. doing up the bedroom, the curtains for fourteen grand, are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's you know, so I that that sort of stuff sticks with me a lot. Yeah, I mean, yeah. one thing about being in the public eye. Now, I had it on a very low level being a presenter on MTV, but I was in the public eye. And because I'm a gay man, and I know that you're bisexual, that I'm a gay man. Yeah. And that was something that came up. Are you allowed to be gay on MTV? And this was in a, this was in 1987. This was in an era where it was much less acceptable. Right. And I didn't really want my private life out in the public. And I remember going to the MTV launch party in Amsterdam and the News of the World, do you remember that? News of the Spring. Yeah. They came yeah. up to me and they said, we know all about you. <laughs> and walked off and I thought, oh, shit. <laughs> do they know? <laughs> thought, do, they, do they know something I don't know? Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and for you, it suddenly became public that your relationship with Stuart and yes, being bisexual yes. became uh, a public issue. How yes. difficult was that to deal with? I know that was a bit of a later era, so yes, probably not as much. But was that a difficult issue for you? Yeah, it was it was really difficult for me because um, Stuart was HIV and had been, you know, for years and years and years. Um, and the the press attacks on me inevitably filtered through to him. 
So it, that that's what I found really um, upsetting. They 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 certainly um, they chose him as a target as much as me. Yeah, they did. Yeah, and he yeah. couldn't answer back. He you know he had no he had no platform if you like. Um, so that that it did make it very difficult. And for him, he couldn't really work at the time because he was too ill. So he was trapped in that not trapped, but he was in the house. You know, with HIV, not always feeling that great. While I was you know flying all over the world doing this kind of you know I'm too sexy with my shirt stuff. You know, so that was a very um, unhappy time actually it was, it was a really it's very tough to balance that yeah it was yeah, it was yeah. really really difficult and um and mum 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 cried for a year yeah, when da, i came out da, dad, dad had died a couple <laughs> a couple of years before so uh, mum was, was this news life. to your mum oh yes yeah oh, it's something that came out of the blue yeah all right they, mums no mum my mum our mum didn't know at all no 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 my mum said did funny enough yeah Mum would have been mum would have been the, the sort of mum that the craze would have had. We could have we could do no wrong. Yeah, it was impossible for us to do actually any wrong at all. We could have my boys. Yeah, we could have shot someone in the front room, <laughs> and she would have made an excuse for it. Yeah, you know? yes, yeah, we could have put. We, yeah, we could have done anything. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, should, yeah. Um, Dad, I think Dad had a suspicion because I remember going for a walk with him. Yeah, I used to take the train down to see him in, in, in West Country and then walk back with Dad to, to, to the cottage. And Dad would say things like, so this Stuart chap. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. What, what does he do for a living? <laughs> well, he's a hairdresser. <laughs> oh, right, that's tick, tick number one. <laughs> so how long have you known Stuart? Oh, about 10 years. Oh, tick number two. So where does he live? Well, he lives with me. Uh-huh. Tick number three. <laughs> so gradually, <laughs> so God bless Dad. I think he was sort of fishing. Yeah. Um. Maybe Mum knew, and she just blanked it off. She didn't. You know what I mean? She just didn't want to face it. I. Don't he know. said at the beginning that they had gay friends, or they had a uh, friends that yes, you yes, think yes, now yes. were probably gay. So yes. they obviously either they were so blind. <laughs> yes. Yes. Or they actually didn't really want to know and everything was okay as long as they didn't know i think that's yes, what it is yes. it's the old saying do what you, you can do what you like as long as you don't frighten the horses mm. you know i think it's there's an element of that about it i think mum and dad i think they, they had friends where they suspected something you know more unusual was going on but i think they just they just um they did the old victorian thing which is they just didn't turn the blind <laughs> yeah shake the newspaper, shake the newspaper. Shake the newspaper <laughs> light, light your pipe and, and forget it you know it'll <laughs> go away You're listening to Pop, The History Makers, with me, Steve Blame. 
the gay thing back then was very um it was quite militant and it and it, it, it wasn't a very yeah, sure. it wasn't a very attractive um thing to be gay i mean as 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 a as, a, as part of a you know this gay community which i've never believed in but that it, it was a fairly um i don't know it, it had a political edge to it which made it for some people very very difficult yeah. to to, uh, to accept um, and I've always felt the same with the trans issue. I've always felt it's, it's a personal issue. The minute you politicise it, and I know sometimes you do have to politicise it, but the minute you politicise it, it, it turns an awful lot of people off. But you have, you have, in a sense, um, I don't know if the word's politicised it, but you've actually, when you went to Russia, I mean, you stood up yes. for let's, LGBTQ rights. You stood up yeah. and, and, and made a point, which was a very, yeah. you know, I thought that was bloody strong because I'm not sure... I'd have the guts to do what you did. No, I mean, we, we didn't, I don't think we realised how aggressive it was going to be over there mm. until we actually got knocked about. Yeah, and, and when, when we were told, when we were invited to go and join the, 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 the event, we weren't told it was a protest, a march, and we just it was an event. Yeah. And it was, it, it was a gay thing, but it was also more to do with civil liberties. The whole thing was wrapped up in that. So we wandered, we wandered along, not knowing exactly what we were going to walk into. Uh, but also we didn't know that the mayor of Russia ha- hadn't given it a license. So the whole thing was illegal. So we, um, and once we got out the van, uh, the, the uh, people carrier thing, our just drove off. Drove off and left us there. Yeah, double quick <laughs> and left us there. We were, and the press were photographing, filming these guys. <clears throat> they had these masks on and it was um, uh, like a, to stop them getting AIDS. You know? Well, we, I thought it was anti-pollution. The original was pollution. <laughs> So I said, no, you, how stupid am I? I said, no, you freaking donut. It's to do with this is an HIV thing. And they're all doing this sort of um, folk, folks sort of from traditional Russian. Yeah, but, but, but it's sort of like yeah. whatever. That'll save there. you from HIV. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So when the cameras saw us, they all swung away from these Russian guys and started filming us, you know, um, Reuters and CNN and Associated Press, all those people. And this really pissed these guys off. So we started getting beaten up and hit pretty quickly after that event. Uh, I got held, Richard got smacked in the face by yeah, I lost guy. my glasses. Yeah, I got held by coppers. And I don't remember at the time, but I must have got a bit of a kicking in the back because the next day I had really bad bruising on the back of my legs and the lower back. Um, and then we just, because we worked in Russia and the East before, you can't argue with these people because you will get a beating and the coppers won't intervene. They'll let it happen. Mm. It's, it, it's, it's not like it used to be over here. Um, so we just said the best thing, to, uh, our advice is to, you know, our advice to ourselves was to get the fuck out of there. So, <laughs> so we, we grabbed our stuff and we just legged it. And uh, it turned into a bit of a Benny Hill thing because there was us at the front, camera crews, the blokes who wanted to beat us up. Our tour manager trying to keep up with us. Yeah. And event, because we, we worked there a lot, we know how corrupt it is. We saw these coppers buy a, like a burger van and we gave them some money. And we said, these blokes coming here, whack them. And they just got out their sticks and piled into them just because we paid them. <laughs> One little old lady came up to me because I was co- I had blood on my face. One little old lady came up to me and gave me a tissue. Yes. I should never forget that. Right, yeah, act of kindness. Yeah, yeah. just that, that small act mm. of kindness, you know, mm. in a place that's, that was yeah, in an experience yeah. that was fundamentally brutal. Mm. And we, um, we hid out in an Italian restaurant um, until our flight, very close to our flight. And I didn't feel safe until the wheels were up. Yeah, not really. And that we actually phoned mum while we were in the airport because it was all on CNN. Yeah. And we didn't want mum to see it on the news before we told her. 
and otherwise she would have absolutely freaked. Mm. So we phoned mum from the airport um, and then and then ran onto the plane and, and kept our fingers crossed. That yeah. was it. Have you ever been back? Um, have we? We've been to, no, I don't think, we're not to Russia. No, we've, no. Been, we've been to sort of, you know, Ukraine and some of the other places, you know, but not strictly speaking to Russia. No, no not mainland. We're, yeah, no. All, all the, all the uh, ex-Soviet bloc, we're doing, you know, uh, Baltics and Balkans. We've done a lot of stuff there. Yeah, yeah. Um, and they're mostly pretty cool, to be honest with you. And Ukraine was a bit far, wasn't it? Yes, it was. Ukraine, got Ukraine bit, yeah, was we, we, we tend, because I, maybe it's the, the, the image we originally had with shirts off and all that sort of stuff. We don't tend to get much grief face to face. We have people, um, you know, threats online and, and stuff like that. And a few people shouting occasionally from, you know, as they drive past in the car, they'll shout, you know, Baldy, slap it, you know. Most, but, but we it, knew that already. <laughs> like, like we don't know. Like we don't know. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but we are very, very fortunate. I talk to other bands. Some bands do get quite a lot of stick. We don't get, we don't get that. Most nine, you know, 99 times out of 100, people are nice and friendly. They want a selfie. They want to chat, uh, particularly since the COVID thing. Yeah. Um, and, um, uh, so yeah, overall we've been all right. We haven't really, haven't really had too much friction, have we? No, I mean, okay. okay. <clears throat> but to come on to what we were just, what I mentioned a little bit earlier, the fact that yeah. we've gone this full cycle in a way that yeah. at first seen as being, you know, by musos and the music press as being a novelty act. Yes. And now today, you know, as I said, well, it started with Jay Z, I think, and then it was Taylor Swift, and now um, with Drake. Yes. Uh, the credibility is sort of. <laughs> seeping in yes how does yes. that make you feel after all these years of of creating music that suddenly um you know you're now being taken more seriously i know you say in the uk it isn't but it is being reported around the world it is yes yeah, it is yes yeah. I, I i think well we're both obviously pleased yes great you know um, yes, but, and i think the drake track particularly yeah is is excellent yeah. it's a really good track i think they've done a really really yeah. good job yeah um there's an awful it's, there's an awful lot of snobbery in uh, in, the, in the music business uh, and in the media with regards to the music business so you'll have some artists who are continually pilloried for reasons which i don't understand and other artists which are who are the flavor of the month year in year out Again, for reasons which I don't understand. So you just have to accept that. That's just the way it is. The press yeah. loves some people and hates other people. And, um, you know, we once if you get embroiled in that, it will give you a heart attack if you worry about it. The best thing you can do is to say, well, that's just that you hate me. That's fine. Just let it go. And there's nothing you can do about it. You know, you, the best thing you can do is just lead your life and, and say what you believe. That's... Uh, you know, there's an awful lot of co-opting going on in, in the business. Yeah, there a lot is, of yeah. artists who, yeah, are, yeah. who are completely co-opted by the management or by the label or the publisher or whoever. And um, we aren't. We, that's why we just pretty much say what we think. Yeah, and we, we, we never get invited, although we've got two Ivers and three BMIs. We never get invited anywhere. They, we, they don't invite us anywhere. <laughs> and it, it's so funny. I, I, get, I, I get emails from Basker. And they say, come and sit down with um, award-winning songwriters. And I just go back, I am an award-winning songwriter. <laughs> so why don't you fuck off? So why don't you fuck <laughs> off? <laughs> and it's so funny. They have never approached us. We've never been approached no. by any of the schools like BIM or those people. No. Um, and uh, you have these sort of, um, what they call these writing camps, which I think are a bit of a con, personally. I don't really 
doesn't feel right. Yeah. But that it's it's just interesting. We we are very much marginalised. You know, they'll um <laughs> they'll, they'll want to talk, to talk to certain writers, but if you've written Deeply Dippy and I'm Too Sexy and other <laughs> songs like that, then you clearly are not someone who should be entertained to breathe. You've been out to breathe. <laughs> exactly. So, How important has it been for your survival and i mean as human beings mental survival not for your survival as musicians but your survival yeah. having a brother so close and supportive uh, on this journey because it feels like you're you're you've you've become uh, such a close unit and i yeah. don't know if you always were but you know i presume you argued as kids but you've become such a close yeah. supportive unit that actually that is your reliance. You know, your parents aren't around and this is now the family yeah. unit. Is that true? Yes, it's a, it it's, is, it, yeah. It, we, we, I mean, there's a, wasn't there a band called Corner Shop? I think we should be called Corner Shop. Really. Yes, yes. Because that is run like a family corner shop. It that's is, how, yeah. That's yeah. how we do it, you know. I think also if you, you imagine, you know, Avicii and people like that who work on worked on their own, it, could, it can be a very lonely, lonely place if mm. you're on your own, uh, which is why a lot of our solo artists take their best friend with them. Uh, for some level of support. But if you're on your own, you know, you do the gig, everybody's mm. cheering, you go back to the hotel, you're on your own, you've got the minibar, and and it's just, it's it mm. must be a very, very lonely place if you have nobody to bounce off. You know? yeah, we, we, we tend to be on the same page with most stuff, like um, the way we feel about certain interviews or certain working in a certain way. We tend to have, we have without even mentioning it, we'll both come to the same opinion. Yeah. Uh, we differ with music, quite a lot because we have different tastes in, in music. So that... Sometimes... I've got good taste. Yes, exactly. I've got no taste. Fred's got no taste at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and, uh, and and also, but we, we are quite family orientated. Mum and dad, it was a very, we were very close to mum and dad um, uh, and we had a good upbringing. My, my, my wife is African and she's incredibly is, um, in favour of the family unit. Um, and so we, 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 we tend to have that. We do circle the wagons and we do tend to look after each other as best we can. And it's, yeah. more, even, and it's even more important now. Yeah, it is, yeah. It's yeah, even yeah, more important. Yeah, I yeah. think a lot of people through in the last couple of years, particularly if they're alone or if they're in a relationship that's not a happy one for whatever reason, this has been an extremely trying time. Um, and, you know, mental issues, mental issues, homelessness and all that stuff all goes hand in hand. Um, so we are, you know, touch wood, we're very lucky. Yeah, we are. You know, yeah. Yeah. can't be blessed. Okay, with, with that in mind, right, mm -hmm. and talking about afterwards, you're going to talk about this interview and you're going to rate me. <laughs> not, like, <laughs> not at all. No, we won't. No, we won't. <laughs> Where am I? <laughs> <laughs> no, not at all. No, we've... No, no, we're going fine. Yeah, yeah. And also, we, 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 used to, we used to rely on PR people and everyone else to do to make these decisions for us. We, mm. we stopped that a while ago. Yeah. We decide who we speak to and don't speak to. Yeah. We, when we do our own research and... And um, upsets people occasionally, but that's just it is what it is. And very often we're asked, you know, is there anything you won't talk about? And we, we say no. I mean, you can pretty much talk about anything. Yeah, we, yeah, pretty much we do talk about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't, I don't really like the filtering thing. We've done loads of interviews in hotels where you're around other bands, and they always have a filter, always. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I find that a bit tiresome. And we just, it's not, it's just. We're, we're both a bit mouthy. We both tend to say what we think, um, which is why our, our careers have gone up and down a lot. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, and, and that's just the way we are. And I, I can't really be bothered anymore to try and um, circumvent our particular, uh, um, the, way, the way we say stuff. And some of, some of my tweets 
have been logged at, at certain mainstream media <laughs> outlets because occasionally I get a little bit mouthy and, you know, look glass of wine. Yeah, and a glass of wine. But, but, yeah, that's... if. It is what it is. Yeah, well, I think we're, everybody's just a little bit too uptight about almost everything. Yeah, these days, absolutely. You know? yeah. We just need, to, everybody needs to chill out. And, uh, you know, the perpetual offence taking in almost mm. everything, it's a waste of time. Yeah. You know, if, yeah. if you don't like a TV programme, turn it off. If you mm. don't like a comedian, don't go. I, I was watching a, um, uh, there's an American comedian called Norm MacDonald, who's recently died. I think he's very, very funny. And uh, and a guy, he was, it was filmed at a gig and somebody, a heckler at the back, shouted out... Um, um, you're not funny. You're not being funny. Mm. And Norm Macdonald just handled it incredibly. And everybody said, throw him out, throw him out. And Norm Macdonald said, no, 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 let's find out what he, mm. let's fi- find out why he thinks I'm not funny. And what, you know, and it turns out the guy loves Norm Macdonald. He just wanted to, <laughs> <laughs> absolutely loves him. Just wanted to be heard. That's all it was. Oh, okay. He just wanted to be heard. Right. And um, so it's, it's uh, you know, you, 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 it's very important that you don't take yourself too seriously and you just, yeah. uh, just be happy in your own skin and don't expect somebody else to make you happy. And what a perfect note to end on. Don't forget to rate the podcast and look out for the other interviews. I'll see you soon. This holiday season, the best deal in wireless can only be found at Mint Mobile. Right now, when you switch to Mint Mobile and buy any three-month plan, you'll get another three months for free. As the first company to sell premium wireless service online only, Mint Mobile lets you order and activate from home with eSIM. While saving tons on phone plans starting at just 15 bucks a month. For a limited time, buy any three-month Mint Mobile plan and get three more months free. By going to mintmobile.com slash save. That's mintmobile.com slash save. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash save. We made USAA insurance for veterans like James. When he found out how much USAA was helping members save, he said, It's time to switch. We'll help you find the right coverage at the right price. USAA. What you're made of, we're made for. Restrictions apply. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.